You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and SJ Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Peer Pleasure with Dewey Halpus on Jabberjaw Media. I am Dewey, your host with the most, bringing you more great content week after week. This week is another one from our archives. We have Mr. Dave Knudsen from Botch and Minus the Bear. Uh, I put out an Instagram video yesterday kind of explaining uh, we have a few episodes in the hopper because a lot of times episodes have like a a date they need to come out if we work it out with the publicist like hey there's a new record coming out on this day can we put this interview out so sometimes I do interviews and three weeks later I do another interview and that interview has to come out that week this is kind of the case that's happened here where I did this interview a while back and I'm finally able to put it out because I don't have any other time sensitive stuff and Dave just wrapped uh, minus the bear uh, that band has come to an end and he's got some new stuff in the works but nothing pressing so I wanted to Chat wanted to chat with him for years. Uh, finally got the chance to, and now I'm glad you guys are able to hear it. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Dave is an awesome dude. I've been a huge fan of what he does for a long time, um, ever since Botch. And I never got to see Botch live, which I still am kicking myself about. Um, but I got to see Minus the Bear plenty, uh, some of their first shows. And uh, we talk about Furnace Fest. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, Minus the Bear-wise, what it's like closing a career like that down uh coming to the end of a tour of a band that was around for so long and influenced so many people um what that's like adjusting to life being at home um he's a father and you know getting his kids in music um and just an just a great dude and it was an awesome conversation i was really glad we got to have it and i'm glad like i said you guys get to hear it now um i did it a few months ago and uh, so, yeah, let's get into things here. I want to get some business out of the way first, and then I'm going to get us into the episode. So we've got some sponsors on board still. We always have Rockabilia.com. They've been supporting the show for a long time and the network. Um, they're your one-stop shop for everything, you know, uh, band merch-wise. PC Jabberjaws, the code will get you 10% off your order at checkout. We have the great people at Merge4, Merge4 Socks. They have been sponsoring the show for a while now, and they are doing all sides, all kinds of cool stuff. You know, they're, they're always sending us stuff. Um, we've got some events coming up. They're sending us some stuff for some giveaways at these events. They're very, 
very motivated and very into promoting their product. And it's a great product. I wear them every day. I say it on every episode. Um, but I literally wear those socks every day. I love them. I've got uh, enough pairs to get me through the whole month <laughs> it's awesome and uh it's it's really great and they're a great company so check out merge for socks um also uh we have sticker ninja sticker ninja pdx uh sticker ninja.com uh is the website and they are an awesome company they've done every sticker we have they i mean the quality is insane check them out guys and rer studio my buddy Ryder, who made that amazing guitar strap you guys see on the instagram uh what in just an amazing artist he can do camera cases he can do straps belts and he can refinish guitars he can do some designs on anything so look up rer studio on uh, instagram shoot him a message get to work he makes awesome stuff support writer he's a he's an awesome dude and go check out his episode of peer pleasure it was a lot of fun having that uh, episode with him so thank you so much to Ryder. Um, he's always be a sponsor of the show he's always helping out and and has been a long time listener and a long time friend so thanks, Ryder. All right, guys. So purepleasurepodcast.com is the website. We recently revamped it. It has everything you could possibly need for the show on it, including a playlist of every episode. So if you want to show the, the show to somebody and tell a friend about it, send them to the website. That website has, you know, pictures, sponsors, features on each sponsor. Um, all the show notes are up there for the episodes. And then right on the front page, there's an actual playlist that has, they can just scroll through every episode and see who's been on the show. That's been really awesome. I think people have enjoyed having that there in one spot. People that don't always have, you know, an iPhone and can go to Apple podcasts to scroll through, they can go right there and every episode's right there. So peerpleasurepodcast.com is the website. Check it out, share it with a friend. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, peerpleasurepod at gmail.com is my email. Shoot us a line. Uh, let us know what you think of the show, questions, comments, concerns, anything uh, under the sun. We always respond, and we love getting those emails, uh, you know, good or bad. So uh, it just means people are listening, which is awesome. And speaking of listening, you guys come back week after week and support the show. I really appreciate that. It means so much to me to have you guys on board, and I'm just loving all the support. The show is growing like crazy. We're going to be doing some more travel. We're going to be doing some more in-person interviews and super stoked for that. Super inspired and looking forward to the future. So uh, without further ado, guys, I want to get into this episode. Uh, I want to get this one out there to you. It's been long enough and thank you for being so patient and you guys voted on it. And this week is my conversation with Dave K from Botch and Minus the Bear. Guys, this is Dewey. I want to tell you about some new releases coming up from Equal Vision Records. As you guys know, Equal Vision Records is my family, and so are these bands. I really want you to check these out. We've got Hot Water Music with their 10th studio album, Vows, out May 10th, featuring guest appearances by Dallas Green of City and Color, Thrice, The Interrupters, and Brendan and Daniel from Turnstile. See them on the 30th anniversary tour with Quicksand in the States in May and June, and Europe in November. Hotwatermusic.com for more info. We also have Be Well with their new 7-inch, A Tap I Can't Turn Off, out now. First new music in two years from this band. This band is incredible, featuring members of Battery, Bane, Darkest Hour, and Fairweather. See them on tour with I Am The Avalanche in June. Equalvision.com for more info on that. 
and just your general information on Equal Vision Records, you're always going to find something you like at EqualVision.com. Go there for vinyl and merch from all of your favorite bands. Check out Hot Water Music's new record and Be Well's new 7-inch now. What's going on, guys? This is Dewey from Pure Pleasure, and I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, DistroKid. DistroKid distributes your music across all online platforms. They are an amazing company. I've enjoyed working with them the last few weeks, and they're going to be with us for a while, and I really, really appreciate that. I love working with great companies, and DistroKid is one of them. Uh, They have an awesome thing they're doing right now called Splits. Now, if you're working as most people are online, doing collaborations with people from all over the country, all over the world, as easy as that is with the internet, uh, you want to get those people paid when you put that music online. And splits can do that. You can add an unlimited amount of collaborators to any track. You can change the splits at any time. You can add or remove collaborators at any time. You can see previous splits. And all your collaborators are going to have to do is sign up for a DistroKid membership, a DistroKid account, so they can get paid. And as always, DistroKid never takes a cut. You and your collaborators get 100% of the earnings in total. A couple other awesome things that they do is they set up an official artist YouTube channel. Uh, You can use Spotify Canvas, synced lyrics, promo card to promote your release on social media, a mini video for your socials as well. There's just so many awesome things about using DistroKid. And like I said, I don't advertise things I don't use, haven't signed up for. I have signed up for this. It is a breeze, literally a breeze. And you can get going right away. So definitely check out DistroKid. And I want to give you 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. That is distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for Peer Pleasure Podcast. Once again, that is 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP. Go check out DistroKid right now. distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for 30% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Hey guys, this is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I wanted to tell you about Premium Pleasure, our premium subscription service that's available now. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. There's three tiers, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Tier one is $5 a month. It gets you the ad-free experience. Tier two gets you access to the Peer Pleasure Passcast. It gets you access to the videos of the interviews. It gets you merch discounts. Tier three is $20 a month. That gets you all of that. It gets you the Passcast, gets you the video footage, discounts on merchandise, and monthly Zoom calls with myself and other guests. We're going to have all kinds of stuff in there for you. There's all kinds of stuff in there for you now. There is, uh, I believe, 30 to 40 videos of these interviews. There is uh, multiple episodes of the Passcast. The Passcast is a podcast that I'd started separately that is me and another podcaster or me and a guest uh, discussing a deep dive into their favorite episode of Peer Pleasure. Um, so there's a bunch of those on there. So so-and-so and I would talk about the Chino Moreno episode. So-and-so and I would talk about uh, the Yvette Young episodes. And we would do a deep dive and tell where they came from, how we got the guest, stories of uh, that weren't discussed on the podcast or maybe weren't in there. Um, it's just another glimpse behind the curtain. So that's the big deal with this premium service is giving you a glimpse behind the curtain of how the podcast is made, gives you access to things I'm doing and things that we're doing with the show, Um, gives you, you know, ad free stuff. It gives you just all kinds of of things that we could throw in there to help make it a valuable part of your month, because I put everything out there on this show. I put everything I have into this show. Um, so being able to give you guys that little bit of extra is a big deal to me and having your support is a big deal to me because if we don't support our artists and creatives, we're not going to have any left. So I appreciate it. 
peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. Go sign up today and get some of this premium pleasure. Hello. Hey, Dave. It's Dewey. How you doing? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing well. Excellent. Excellent. You all good to go? Uh, yeah. Totally good to go, man. Excellent, buddy. Well, uh, Dave Knutson from Minus the Bear, Botch, uh, welcome to the Peer Pleasure Podcast, my friend. Well, thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, man. I'm stoked to have you and, and uh, been a fan of what you do for a long time. Um, I, I have to get this out of the way first. <laughs> Uh-oh. So my buddy Ryder Robeson from uh, Vox says, yeah. get Botch back together, please, for God's sakes. So I I told him I would tell you that. <laughs> well, you know I don't I don't think God or any other sort of uh, uh, supernatural power will make that happen. Yeah, but, uh, all good. Appreciate the love that uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> that people have for that band. Yeah, all good, man. I and I understand. I told him I I would say it, and and uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no sweat. Well, sweet man. Well. Um, the first time I actually got, I never see, I ever got to see Botch. I came down from Alaska with the the Portugal guys in 2000, and uh, the first time I got to see you play was at Furnace Fest in Birmingham, Alabama, with Minus the Bear. Oh and, damn! Uh, yeah. Okay. Long time. Was ago. that a? I think that was when did Hum? Yes. Had had Hum recently reformed for them? They came back, I think, for that show or something like that. They yeah. said that um, it was, and that was one of the loudest bands I've ever seen. By the way, that was insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I had heard the um, the early recordings, and then we had to drive from. I've told the story all the time. It was all the. I was in a band called Anatomy of a Ghost, and we we played that um, festival, and we had to drive to Anchorage, Alaska, right afterwards. So oh, like damn. six and a half days straight. But I was like, dude, we have to see Minus the Bear. So I was trying to stick around because I wanted to see it, and and uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So I was a I was a fan of of Botch, of course, but I was a fan of of Minus the Bear from that point on. Like it was it was awesome. So well, thank um, you. You know, and then I saw you guys. I mean, so many times after that, and then you guys ended up touring with Portugal the Man after I had left. Um, I believe maybe two years after I left that band. Um, so yeah, that's that's the connection. <laughs> <clears throat> I gotta tell you that uh, that Portugal the Man tour where we took them out was such a I don't know, fun, exciting tour. I mean, at that point, you know, they weren't Portugal the man as anyone knows them now. I mean, it was, uh, uh, you know, maybe they were still on EVR at that point and were just releasing record after record each year. Um, And uh, I mean, all of us in Minus the Bear were kind of blown away that they were so prolific because for us, it took, you know, (laughs) it it, it took a lot of time to uh write record and release albums like that so uh yeah good for those guys man that was a that was a really fun tour yeah they they mentioned they had a a blast i talked to them a few times on that tour and they were talking about how much fun they were having and and uh because i was like dude you're touring with my ass the bear that's crazy and they're like, I know, this is nuts. And then, like, for them, everything happened so – it didn't even really happen fast. It just happened uh, – it was just a steady growth, and then all of a sudden, just boom. But Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was crazy. We did a tour with Poison the Well right right after, before they started to kind of bow their way out of, of being a band and, and, like, their last – one of their last headliners, I think. So it was, like, Portugal the Man and Poison the Well. It was crazy. Yeah, uh, that's sounds like a fun tour. Yeah, it was a blast. But so, and then I saw you guys. Uh, the last show of in Portland, anyways, not the last show for Minus the Bear. I was there with Nick and and John from Terramelos, and oh, sure. I got to watch the sound check, which was amazing because it was like there's like four people there, um, which was really special because it was like, man, this is like this is the end, and. Uh, it, it was one of those experiences that was cool. I mean, it, it's just another sound check. But when you're watching a band you like with playing for, you know, six people that are just breaking down gear, uh, yep. it's always cool. And then I think a bunch of people, like, showed up on stage, uh, like, mid-sound check. <laughs> and so everything uh, just yeah, kind of I mean, stopped. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we have a lot of, uh, you know, being from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Portland friends that, you know, come out and, it's one of those things where you know when you're on tour uh 
you know, your friends show up and a lot of times maybe it's during your sound check or <laughs> during, maybe it's before the sound check or after, but you know, when you haven't seen, uh, you know, you haven't seen these people in a while, sometimes you just got to like stop the sound check and say, Hey, for a little bit and yeah. uh, give some hugs and then get back to work. Sure. So, that's uh that's probably what was going on man well that's i mean and then i love that stuff too it was cool to see you know everyone i mean when you guys take time for stuff like that i mean you can tell you know people are important and and uh it's good well, to I think, see. yeah and especially like you know on the last tour there's a you know the level of finality and uh you know appreciating everything that's going on you know this is you know that was the last time we were going to see those people for a while i mean i don't go down to portland that often you know mm -hmm. yeah they don't they don't come up here even though portland's you know only three hours away you know that's where you're from right yeah 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 that's where i'm at right um, now. but uh you know like it's uh it's special and you want to like suck up all those moments when you know that uh the next tour is not happening sure <laughs> well what is i mean and i want to i want to jump back too but i really want to talk about i mean minus the bear was around for so long so many records so many shows so many i mean moments i'm sure that will stick with you forever but what is what led up to the band stopping for one and then i want to talk about what that final tour was like because every city you're hitting is the last time you're going to play as minus the bear in that city. Like sure. it's, it's, and going down that, that path of, of ending something that had been such a huge part of your life and everyone else's, I mean, what, what kind of led up to that final tour being the final tour and then kind of walk me through that, that final tour. I mean, leading up to that, you know, like you said, you know, the band had been around for, we started, you know, our first show was, the 14th of September, 2001. So it was like, you know, three days after 9-11 happened, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, so we've been going on for, you know, 17, 18 plus years. Uh, There's a lot of history within there. And I think, you know, we created a lot of music, wrote a bunch of music, toured all over the place, uh, made incredible friendships mm -hmm. but at the same time you know people get older and you know as cliched as that is to say you know uh jake and i have kids um other people had other interests that they wanted to do and sometimes uh you know writing can become something that uh is kind of a chore mm -hmm. not a i mean it's it's super fulfilling but comparing it to childbirth, which, you know, a lot of people, I guess, do, you know, there, you, you put everything into it. And I think there was a certain trepidation in, you know, in terms of, are we going to write another record? You know, we've done some anniversary tours. We did the Pirates one. We did mm -hmm. the, the Menesolosa one. We did the Planet of Ice one. Um, and those are all, that's super fun to play those albums back to back and to really dig out some of the deep cuts. But at the same time, you know, I don't know that if we had written another minus the bear record after mm -hmm. voids, uh, you know, I don't know if everyone would have been super excited about that. Um, so it just felt like a natural time to kind of, you know, everyone was at peace with it. So, I think that was um, the reason why everyone felt like it was a good time to just say, Hey, you know, we've written all this music, released a bunch of albums. Let's, you know, each continue on in our own way um, creatively mm -hmm. and go from there. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what else to say in terms of why the band ended. It's, it's sure. you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's an age thing. It's a not wanting to be on the road all the time thing. It's a creative thing. There's a lot of different factors that go into it that I think um, a lot of people don't really get when they think about being in a band. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this idealized sort of notion of all you do is you go to your practice space and write this and record that. And then you go on tour and it's super easy and it's so much fun. And all you do is like have, you know, have a party every night and do whatever. And it's like, well, you know what, that can be really tiring. And, 
um, you know, we, the other thing is that I don't, we never really took a break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, between records, we do flyouts, we do other tours, we continue writing, we do all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, band wise, and sometimes you just kind of need to take a step back and, you know, we never really did that because we were so focused on moving forward yeah. with the band. Yeah. And sometimes that catches up with you. Man, I, I I understand that absolutely. And the the people don't understand what it's like to be in a band on tour if they haven't done it and how yeah, you're kind of a professional time killer. Like you you have so much time where especially on tour where you're I mean, in the early days it's long drives in the van. I mean, you're in the van sometimes 10 hours a day just to get to the the club in time to load in, sound check and play. So you're you're killing time in the van, you're killing time at a mall, whatever you're doing until you get that hour and a half fun time, you know, to be on stage and do what you love to do. Totally. That's the way I always viewed it was Jesus Christ, like we're in the van for oh, we're going to do an all-night drive and then, you know, hang out in a park until we can load in, you know, like you're just kind of on freeze. It's weird. And that was before kids for me, but I couldn't imagine touring with kids. So that was the other thing I was curious about is that was your, that was your, your income really for the last, you know, 17, 18 years to where do you have, do you have something else now that you're supplementing with or, or that you're, I mean, did you have a job while you were doing this too? Well, I mean, so at the beginning of the band, I was working, uh, at a design firm, uh, you know, doing graphic design and all that stuff. And so, you know, once, uh, you know, once Mendoza Soloso came out, uh, and we did the first big tour on that, mm-hmm. that was kind of the same time that Matt Bayliss, uh, said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I want to focus on my producing recording career. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of when I quit my design job. And since then I haven't had a day job. Um, so, I can say that I'm incredibly lucky that yeah. I was able to, you know, have my art and music support what I'm doing. I mean, I, it's incredibly difficult these days to to do that. So the fact that I was able to do it since 2006, basically up until now, is kind of um, astounding. And live in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, well, and live in Seattle. Yeah. You're not in Arkansas, <laughs> man. You're, you're in Seattle. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, <clears throat> the, all, all of this comes into play in terms of how the band ended. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't I, – I, um, Sorry, go back to your previous question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was, I was basically just wondering, like, what you're doing now. Uh, you know, now that you don't have that, all that, the in. Well, I can't say all that income from minus the bear, but you know, your main income ended, except right. for residuals. You know, um, so did you have like a uh, since you knew it was ending? Did you go back into design? Like, what, what? Uh, what are you doing now that that uh, is supporting your family and kids? Well, I mean, the last tour is still supporting the family and kids. Plus, I have an amazing wife uh, who has worked, uh, you know, and, you know, does a lot of stuff in the tech world. And mm-hmm. so that's that's been fantastic. I mean, you know, since the band, you know, the last show was middle of December. Mm-hmm. So a little more than, you know, like what? three and a half months ago, almost four months ago. Uh, I went through kind of a, uh, what can you say, sort of reflective period in my life where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, if I wanted to get back into design. Uh, so I'm starting to take some classes, do other things. You know, I'm currently writing a writing a solo record, which I'll be recording soon. Um, but, you know, that's kind of, that 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 project is kind of just for me, Okay. you know? to get things out there. I mean, we'll see what happens with it, but, uh, you know, at this point I'm incredibly fortunate to be able to, you know, hang out with my family, uh, use money that the band's made to mm-hmm. support, you know, to support what's going on right now and then figure out what the next step is. I mean, this is kind of a, 
really weird moment for me in terms of kind of kickstarting my life. And do I want to get into a van again and do like a punk rock tour and play for five people? Like, you know, each night, like I did it in botch for like five, <laughs> 10 years, probably not. Yeah. But, uh, but it, you know, you meet people along the way, you make relationships and you learn every day when you're on tour or when you're in the studio or when you're dealing with labels or publishers or anything like that. And, you know, you kind of forge your own path. And so I think that's kind of the space I'm in right now and trying to identify what is the next logical step for me personally. And you get to spend all your time, well, most of your time with your kids too, where you were gone so much before. That's kind of a an awesome reversal there where you can make up for lost time i guess if you if you can call it that no i mean without a doubt the uh i think my son had a little bit of anxiety Mm -hmm. surrounding me leaving all the time and he's seven now and he has been so much more stable since i've been home Mm -hmm. and that's you know you know you you hear people talk about um you know there's been multiple articles that people have written about um being on tour and how it's a depressive state or that, you know, it's hard for people to continue living that lifestyle when you're surrounded by bad choices and it's hard to not make those bad choices. Yeah. So, you know, on the flip side, being at home while when a friend's band posts, you know, posts their like tour itinerary on whatever social media outlet, I (laughs) look at that (laughs) And I'm like, sometimes I think, God, that looks really fun. Look at all these great venues they're playing. Look at all these cities they're hitting. I could see this friend in this city. I could go eat at this restaurant in this city. Mm-hmm. And then the opposite side of me says, God damn, that's way too long. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to be gone for that long, you know? Sure. And it's not that I don't love touring, but it's, uh, you know, there's uh, heads and tails to each side of every coin. And I guess that's... Uh, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm, you know, totally enjoying just chilling with the fam and uh, writing music myself and kind of uh, seeing what, seeing what comes next. Man, that's great. I mean, that's fantastic. I didn't know you were doing a solo record. I mean, one, one... well, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I barely know that I'm doing that, but <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making plans to complete it. Yeah. So. Well, what, so, so when you sit down, I mean, you've done so many different things. It's really interesting to look at you as over this time period, as a guitar player, going from a band that was not as big as it should have been with botch, but then influenced so many bands. And it was one of those things where it seemed like once it ended every, I think botchy was a term in describing a band. Um, oh god, that's a really bad term. I, I'm pretty sure, like it was like, a, or botch-ish, like it was. They would botch was in the 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 descriptive term to describe ninety percent of the bands that came out of uh, easily the Northwest and all over. And I remember, or oh yeah, or they're mathy kind of botchy, you know. Um, from that into minus the bear, which was a complete you know 180 into a much different style of music and then every record was very different you know using different instruments when on the omni record like so much cool stuff when you sit down to write now what is that like i mean when you were because you you sit down to write for minus the bear you're writing for minus the bear but you're still pushing the envelope but now you have nothing to you have no one to uh I guess what I'm trying to, yeah, you have no one to buy, no one to bounce it off of, exactly. And you also aren't supporting crew management, blah blah blah, where you have to think about as a business almost part of the time. Now it's just completely free. What does that look like? I mean, it can. I mean, just like writing a song with any other band, whether it's minus the bear or botch, or doing something solo as. I mean, it's you know, it's all about the idea. You know, a lot of times. For both, you know, for both botch and minus the bear, it would start with just a riff that I probably wrote on like an acoustic guitar or just a guitar, electric guitar that's not even plugged in. 
Okay. You know, and then, uh, you know, bring that to the practice space, jam it out a little bit, you know, <clears throat> and then maybe there was an arrangement, maybe not. If there was one, tear it apart, rebuild it. There's your song. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, uh, you know, with working on stuff by myself, it's more of a practice of going down having a vibe in mind than writing a drum beat having a drum beat that's i'm playing along to or just plug into something play some stuff and do a little loop action mm-hmm. and then write a drum beat to that see if it works if it doesn't then erase it and go back and go from there i mean there's you know it's funny like people always ask like how do you how did Mice Bear write songs? How did Botch write songs? How did whatever? And there's no one way that it ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just whenever there's some sort of spark, you can latch onto it and you kind of just let that guide you. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm trying to let that happen while I do it myself um, for the solo LP, but there's no, uh, there's no one to bounce it off of. So I guess I have to be more mindful of... Uh, you know, sometimes I find myself thinking, what would X person do that I was working with? Mm-hmm. What would Y person do that I was working with? What would this producer say that previously I'd worked with? Yeah. How can I, you know, get this out of my own head? Um, you know, it's kind of like using all those shared experiences that have happened previously and, you know, uh, take them to the next level and try to figure out how to make that happen in the current moment okay because i mean it just seems like a like what would come out now you know what i mean where i mean you were so good at playing heavy music you're so good good at playing beautiful you know pop music then rock music like it's almost like where do you go from there you know as things are more is it is are things coming are you still having like heavy ideas or are you still more based on uh just kind of playing what sounds good i mean i've seen i've seen videos where you're playing like you're trying out a new pedal or something and it's like a first impression thing or whatever and you just start riffing on it or um you know trying out this amp or doing this you know what i mean to where um it just kind of is it still going in that in that more um accessible direction or is it is do you still have ideas with like heavier elements or um bringing back into that side of what you were so good at as well i mean you you have a good spectrum well i think i mean honestly uh i feel like some of the heavier stuff is way more you know heavy riffs are because i still love to write heavy riffs because shit i mean that's where the foundation of my music came from was See, that's fantastic. W- w- was wanting to be <laughs> like a riff monster. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's just you know I like I was never interested in doing any sort of like, which is kind of weird because I was never interested in doing like all the soloy metal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like the guitar solo. Hey, take a lead, whatever. Do that kind of thing. It was like I want to write riffs that make the song, and yeah. so ultimately that's what I'm still doing but just in a different way. I mean, a lot of the the stuff that I'm writing now, while it's not, you know, traditionally heavy, there mm-hmm. may be heavy moments to it. Okay. Um, so I don't know. That's, uh, it's interesting to think about. Like <clears throat> at some point I know I will be in another band mm-hmm. where it, you know, probably something like a power trio because I really, love power trios you know drummer okay. bassist guitarist yeah um something like that where uh you know the riff is front and center and that will be something that will happen in the future um but for the time being i think i'm just kind of exploring uh, you know ideas that i have in my head that maybe i couldn't fulfill with minus the bear and i just need to kind of get those ideas out there into the world and I, I think, you know, like I maybe said earlier, this solo record will be more therapeutic for me than for a listener. But just recording it and going through the process is going to, you know, be yeah. some th- be, be some sort of uh, release for me that allows me to go on to 
whatever is next. Sure. Sure. I'm excited to hear it, man. That's, that's incredible. I, I, I would just, I was just so curious to, to, when you said that, I was like, man, I wonder what that writing session, you know, sounds like. Cause it's just, I mean, there's so much great stuff in the, in your catalog. I mean, and you're just the way you play and the way you take, you know, different concepts and, and, uh, different instrumentation and stuff. Do you play? So you said you, do you play drums too? No, I mean, I don't play, I mean, you just get a yeah, drum beat I, together well, on like computer. You know, I, I love playing drums, but if you heard me actually play <laughs> drums, like I'll play drums all day, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't want, you don't want me to be your drummer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I love playing drums. Uh, I mean, I guess I feel like I kind of have a knack for kind of being able to program something that will work mm-hmm. with whatever is happening. Yeah. But, uh, Maybe that's only a placeholder. It's not. Um, so that's all to be determined. Yeah. And you got the loop thing down, so you can definitely play by yourself. I mean, that's one thing you've proven over the years is that insane I mean, amount of of uh, just watching you program those in. And then uh, did you ever jam with Nick from Terramelos on tour? He was messing around at Soundcheck if, uh, building those loops. And he's like, oh, I think it sounds like this. And he's like, Dilip. oh, I mean, <laughs> I was joking that they should come out and play on the last show, play a minus the bear song exactly as it would be as best as they could. And he wouldn't do it. <laughs> oh, I mean, they threatened to do that, but oh. I don't, it, it never really happened. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was so much fun being on tour with Nick. Yeah. Uh, actually going to see his guitar clinic up here in Seattle awesome. in a couple of days. I'm going to see I the think... one here at old town. Old time. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I do love some of the, I mean, the looping is, is so fun to do. And it's, for me, it's kind of natural at the moment. Um, There's just a certain amount of it that makes things, if you're in a one man solo album kind of mode mm-hmm. makes it so easy to do i mean you know the, the looping thing kind of started when i was trying to uh you know replicate stuff like fortet or caribou or amon tobin or some of those like electronic artists from you know the mid 2000s yeah and just wanting to re-trigger things over and over again and that's kind of why my pedal board got so big because i was like shit well i can make a lot of these sounds i just need multiple pedals Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that's where the start of that came from and now it's it you know first there was one pedal then there's two Mm -hmm. then there's three it's an addiction man (laughs) now let's now let's put a delay after it now let's do something in between you know now that's yeah exactly it's (laughs) you're you're right i'm addicted i'm I'm addicted to looping and sampling. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that that's the be all end all because most of the best riffs I think I ever wrote were just on a guitar unplugged on my couch. So, well, that's why the minus the bear stuff too sounded so good on the acoustic stuff. It, it translated into an acoustic version is because those riffs were solid. I mean, it was it, everything else textured it, but the riffs were there. That was that was the best part. I mean, you you had so many different effects going on, but when you strip it down, it's a it's a great riff. Like that's the, the it had that foundation. Yeah, and I guess that's you know kind of been my mo the whole time. Yeah. You know, like come up with something that's kind of catchy. If you can fuck it up and make it weirder, then cool. But if it doesn't work, then I mean, there you know there are countless examples of me trying to sample something that didn't work out <laughs> you know <laughs> and and no one wants to hear those oh of course of course you do <laughs> no they don't they would put, i mean those out as a special release oh no 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 those will never see the light of day oh god but you know it's all it's all about uh, experimentation i guess that's kind of what i'm trying to do now the dave knutson so. garbage folder on the computer would be amazing to travel through that one <laughs> yeah, what the no, fuck happened here it's in the trash right now so oh. good luck recovering that how often did things with so much going on on your pedal board this, i mean this is a really surface level question but how many times did it get messed up to where it could foul up the whole song did it happen at at all 
to where it just or either the pedal broke or I know those line six pedals, those 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 DL fours were notorious for the foot switch going through the pedal, like the 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 clicker. Um, right. And like, was there did that happen very often where it was just like, fuck, we got to start song over again. I'm trying to answer this politely. <laughs> uh, I mean, sure, it's happened. But that's also because sometimes power to stage is bad. And then sometimes yeah. you lose power. And then, you know, if you've had, if you'd sampled something and then it, it's not in your board anymore, then, you know, I could kind of give, you know, someone in the band a look and say, all right, we can get through this. <laughs> I'll try to resample this on the fly. Uh, or we need to stop. Yeah. So, I mean, of, of course that, that happens and, you know, you know, Nick, uh, Nick from Terramellis would ask me about that and other people, you know, I was on tour with and I'd say, dude, I'm not talking about this. That's bad luck. Oh, I'm not, gotcha. I, 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 dude, I am not jinxing my pedal board. There's no bad juju. <laughs> and, you know, I got to say, uh, the last few tours, uh, since Daniel, uh, our, our local guitar tech, who's been with us for about two and a half years now mm-hmm. has been, has been with us. I mean, th- my pedal board was flawless. So, um, you know, it's, it's more of, it's more like pedal boards. I feel like they really don't like humidity, sweat, mm-hmm. hot, you know, uh, high temperatures in the in the club or the venue. So if you can somehow get around that, and also have make sure the power is working well, then for the most part it works fine. Man, so yeah, that's uh, just something that sticks in my mind with with so much relying on 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 things like that to build the song. Just I, in my head, I was just like, man, that's gotta that's gotta be awful that <laughs> happens you know like just kind of uh, but if you guys got it down to where you got like you said you can give a look and and they know what's going on i mean that's that's where everything's happening on all cylinders but well and you know a lot of times the you know the set's built around because sometimes you know some songs it won't be possible to play mm-hmm. because maybe two songs in a row would have two samples so you'd need to you know can't put those songs together Um, so you have to, you know, write the set list accordingly and Mm -hmm. maybe insert a song somewhere here or there so that you can replace something on the fly easily without messing up the the flow of the set. I gotcha. Well, well, take me into, take me into that final tour, how, how that went, how, you know, a lot of emotion going through that. I mean, especially probably those final shows. I mean, you've been through that before with, with Botch, but not on the same level at all, as far as longevity is and, uh, I mean, it's a huge chapter of your life. I mean, what was that tour like for you guys? I mean, I'm sure you guys all had different emotions and kind of, even though you guys were in in agreement on what was going on, we all kind of experienced it probably a bit differently. But for you, I mean, how was that, that last few weeks of tour where it, just, it started approaching more and more? Were you excited for the future or were you more trying to live in that moment and finish that out? You know, I think, you know, we'd been talking about the – we'd been talking about this tour for the, you know, the farewell tour for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think everyone going into it was emotionally to some level prepared for how it was going to end. There's no way to sort of wrap your head around going to X city and seeing your friends there and, and knowing, Hey, you know, I'm not going to be back here in six months or I won't see you next year. So, you know, that was, you know, that was one of the, one of the harder parts of the tour, but Mm -hmm. it was also really, you know, rewarding to see all your friends come out that you, you know, maybe you hadn't seen in a couple of years because shit, I assume minus the bear is going to be back in six months or a year, three months or whatever. So, um, I don't know the, I got to say 
you know, there were certain shows where you see people in the crowd and they're just losing their minds, just <laughs> singing, just just like singing along. Yeah. And, and I know I've said this before in like other interviews, but, you know, the energy that we got from the fans and the love and the, you know, especially doing the meet and greets and meeting all these people and hearing how, uh, you know, the songs have help them through difficult times or whatever but mm-hmm. but then seeing those people or even just other people in the crowd losing their shit i mean i'm i'm so glad that i like sweat a lot you know because shit man like <laughs> sometimes during the encores i had tears too you know it was uh i was like man i'm not gonna be in philly again i love playing philly i'm not yeah. gonna be in boston again i love this town um so, I mean, it was it was emotional, but it was also super rewarding because I feel like we wrote, well, constructed a set that kind of hit on every uh, on every release we've had, mm-hmm. and people were into it and really receptive. And I don't know, I, I don't think that I, if you ask me now, if I could change anything about the last tour. It wouldn't do anything different. That's awesome. That's a good story to have because that's, I mean, it's just the culmination of everything. I mean, it's, it's such a big deal. You know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys had that much, you know, still felt that way, you know, during those last shows. I mean, just to get that emotion and, and, uh, you do sweat a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man. It's, it's awesome because it's, yeah, it's dude, every time dude, my, I run hot, man. You know, it's like some people don't sweat. I sweat like a motherfucker, dude. You're dripping. You're dripping by the second song. It's amazing. Well, hopefully by the third or fourth, but I get you. Yeah, and it's not even like it's, you're not even like bashing, thrashing around like with botch. That's what was so cool. Is it's like this super groovy like just beautiful music but the yeah the energy and the sweat was always impressive i'm glad you mentioned that don't underestimate the uh the temperature of the stage lights and uh you know still there's uh you know i'm putting it out there yeah come on give me a break no that's true that's true (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well the 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 other thing that was cool is is uh, I mean, with what you're doing, with what you're doing now, being able to like be a full time, full time at home dad. I mean, uh, seeing your kids more, seeing your family more. I mean, your whole output is probably going to be different. I mean, because you're finding yourself. You know what I mean? Have, have, um, have I guess I I want to. How soon after the tour was over did festivals start calling, offering all kinds of money to come reunite and get back together? Uh, before the tour was over. Perfect. Coachella was on the line like, hey, you guys. Well, and... <laughs> not Coachella, but yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> but that, I mean, that was a running joke. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before the. No comment. <laughs> before the van, the, before the bus is even cooled off. You're yeah, already yeah. getting calls. Man. Well, so are you playing music with your kids too at all? Do your kids play music? So I have one son. I only have I only have one. Oh, kid. oh, um, sorry. Oh no, 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 no sweat, man. Um, so he's seven. Um, you know, it's funny. Like thinking back to when I was his age, I was way more focused on sports, just like he is, right? Oh, okay. Um, so he's really into. He's playing little league. He's uh, doing a flag football team. Blah blah blah. Um, so he's into that. I mean, ultimately, the reason I started playing guitar was because, you know, in junior high, I couldn't hit a curveball. Interesting. You know? and, okay. And and so, you know, didn't make the baseball team. Didn't make a different baseball team. I was like, shit, what am I going to do? Oh, Metallica is awesome. Okay, let's <laughs> play guitar. <laughs> uh, so at the moment, I mean, he, you know, he, he loves singing. He loves music. I mean he'll ask Alexa to play all kinds of terrible things and all. Oh yes. <laughs> and I got Alexa 
for kids is maybe the worst thing in the world. Oh my because god! Because you're subjective. I mean, you must know, right? Dude, I mean, Alexa, play "Wrecking Ball" by Miley Cyrus oh over god. and over again. Yeah, and um, then, yeah, it's awful. So, so yeah, I mean, so he loved music, but at this point, I think he's really into his body, mm-hmm. you know, and like getting fast and jumping and you know being athletic yeah which is great because you know he's growing and he's becoming a a little dude so um i don't know sometimes he'll ask for uh minus the bear songs on alexa and i'm like oh did you hear that alexa just turned on because i said alexa oh shit (laughs) god Are we on speakerphone? Um, I was going to say, Alexa, play Minus the Bear. <laughs> no, please got no. <laughs> but he'll ask for some Minus the Bear songs, and I'm like, well, I'm glad you're asking for this, but uh, I don't need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, maybe just ask for Imagine Dragons for the 10,000th time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. So. Yeah, Alexa is, uh, is an evil, evil uh, invention. Yeah. <laughs> Are you one of those people that thinks they're listening all the time? Well, I, I don't. Apparently, I don't know. I don't. You don't get those weird ads on your phone for something you were just talking about. Oh, no, absolutely. I oh, mean, God. shit. I mean, the feed is constantly filled up with whatever I you you know recently searched for or <laughs> talked about. So yeah, yeah. Man, someone's listening. They're all listening. Yeah, always. And you're what? Amazon is in Seattle, isn't it? That's the headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Although I guess they're going to move to Bellevue now. So. Oh, perfect, perfect. Microsoft took over Redmond, and now they'll take over Bellevue with T-Mobile. Yeah. Man. Good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, well, one one other thing I wanted to ask you that I've been curious about for a while is is there a pedal out? Is there a pedal idea that you have? Oh, I guess you shouldn't throw it out there, but do you have ideas for pedals and things like that that haven't been made yet that you think would would uh, that you would want to have made? Or do you think you've kind of found whatever you can you can muster as far as oh, I could do whatever I want with what I have? Or is there times where I mean, Nick? I asked him the same thing, and and he it blew his mind. He couldn't even. He's like, dude, there's so many ideas I couldn't even tell you. But see, I I'm, I I might be the opposite of Nick in terms of fuck. Like I, there are so many pedals out there these days that it's almost overwhelming, and I love that. Yeah. Um. You know, the only thing I would have ever wanted. Uh, which I tried to do was to talk to line six about making a deal four that had memory storage in it for sampling. Right. Oh, so yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. So you could have like a deal four and preload samples so that you could just use it. So I, you know, so I wouldn't have to do all those samples live. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, I don't, I mean, there are so many incredible pedal, pedal manufacturers these days, you know, Earthquaker, Red Panda, Maris, um, you know, Fuzz Rocious. I mean, there are so many great pedals out there. I mean, part of, you know, what I, part of my geekdom is learning and figuring out how to chain these all in a row and make them sound incredible. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, Nick is so much more of a pedal dude than I am, I guess. I don't know if that's even accurate, but um, I don't necessarily have an idea. I just like being able to experiment with all kinds of different new stuff and see how it works. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of these companies come out with like this huge, massive pedal board that has everything in some you know, one unit box, but I like, I like the tactile thing of touching something, adjusting the knobs, manipulating it by myself and, you know, freaking out with it like that. You know, if there's like an led screen and you have to go through a bunch of menus and, you know, adjust the values with like an up or down cursor or button or do whatever, that's not nearly as much fun as it is for me to have pedals in a chain where I can, you know, get down on a knee while I still have a guitar in my hand and make it freak out. Sure, sure. It's your palate, you know, like it's it. That's one thing that weirded me out when people that had a lot of pedals threw them back on their amp and ran one of those, uh, 
the, one of those units yeah, like out a front. switching system or, yeah. yeah 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 man well you should wait here's what you got to do so <laughs> all right you, you're give it to me you're 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 an art guy so you've done so much design work okay you're gonna design i don't know what line six said to you when you if did you say you brought that idea to their attention and asked well, them I mean, about this it? was i mean this was years ago and i think they've moved on from the deal for, i mean at this point you know they're doing a lot more stuff that's more consumer based sure. and is more based on like the helix all in one sort of unit. So, okay. Um, well, I love the deal for, you know, that's not going to make them any money. Sure. Well, so all I'm saying get, is you need to design the, the chassis and everything else, the, the paint job, everything else and call it the Dave L four and make it exactly how you want it. Uh, right. Okay. I, I'm doing it right now. Perfect. Hold on. The Dave L four. I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you the schematics and the, uh, and the design and everything. It'll be perfect. <laughs> it's going to have so much memory in there. It's going to have uh, memory card stores. You can slip uh, the, uh, yeah. Just like you could do on the loop station or whatever. The, you know, I'm actually going to make it, uh, I'm going to make it based on Alexa. <laughs> there she so goes that, again. So that I can say Alexa, Night sample. Okay, I'm not Alexa, but I'm always working on how I say things, and I might not have it right. Did that answer your question? No. Oh God. Um. So oh, yeah. Perfect. The Dave L4. Come on now. That's perfect. That's that just hit me right out of nowhere. I yeah. Was, no. I'll get with Nick on that one. I'll have him talk to whoever he needs to talk to. He's the, yeah, the pedal you master. You talk to him about it on Saturday in Portland, and I'll talk to him about it on Sunday. Perfect. And we'll both think, pretend it's a totally original. Like we hadn't talked to each other. Hey, I was thinking of making this pedal, the Dave L4, and and the day before I would have told him, Hey, dude, Dave needs to make a pedal called the Dave L4. Yeah, it's gonna blow his mind. He's not gonna know how to handle it. <laughs> it's it's funny on nick's episode we talked about your stuff and on your episode we're talking about nick <laughs> hey man you know he was talking about he's how he's a- trying to get sponsored by the deal uh by line six and how he's like man dave's got so many of these pedals and they won't even give me one and then oh, all of God. a sudden it happened so he totally got his wish but yeah I, you know i think i gave him the email address for my dude there and he was yeah. like oh thanks to thanks buddy oh my god dude well dave man this has been fun man i want to i don't want to keep you much longer i just uh i've i've really enjoyed chatting with you and and uh you know kind of running around and and uh i mean i appreciate everything you've done it's it's been a huge impact on my life you know from from uh from botch to minus the bear to hopefully in the future with this solo stuff but like i i really enjoyed your music and uh really enjoyed watching you live and uh you know you and i have have never met before but um i really appreciate all you've done i mean it's it's really enriched my life in a, in a big way so well thank you so much i mean this has been a, a great conversation and you know if you're in seattle anytime hit me up and i'll do the same if i'm in uh in p-town excellent man i look forward to it all right guys i hope you enjoyed that conversation with dave knutson from botch and minus the bear i'm so glad to have you guys back week after week we've been getting a lot more engagement on the socials a lot more emails a lot more uh, people into the show which has been awesome the numbers are growing and we appreciate that and it's you guys you know spreading the word telling a friend it's been awesome and thank you so much so check out purepleasurepodcast.com for everything for the show shoot a friend over to there um, if you're telling someone about the show for the first time, it's a lot easier to just have them. Uh, if they don't have an iPhone, just look it up on on you know the website, and and all the shows are there. Um, you're gonna have all the show notes and everything else. So well, once again, guys, peerpleasurepod at gmail.com is the email. Feel free free feel free to reach out to me uh, if you want to talk about anything. Uh, we always answer our emails. So check out our sponsors: Merge Four Socks, RER Studio, Sticker Ninja, and Rockabilia.com. And guys, we got a lot more good stuff coming at you. We got more stuff next week. We've got some travel coming up. Like I said earlier, we're going to get some more in-person interviews. There's some big stuff coming. So stay tuned. And as always, we'll see you on the radio.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.